Hey Manji Squad, welcome to the Manji Podcast, making you a better man today, tomorrow, and every single day after that. Don't forget to leave a review and subscribe if you haven't already so that this podcast gets pushed out. Now, onto the podcast. What is going on, people? Welcome back to another podcast episode. Today, it is the Sex Life Netflix series review part two. I also have a very, very special announcement. Um, as you guys know, I did a Instagram live stream with Jessica Watts where we talked about, you know, um, relationships, so many things around relationships. And we are going to be doing another live stream together this Tuesday, the 17th of August at 7pm. And we are going to be discussing the Sex Life uh, Netflix series as well, because she watched it as well. Um, so we were just like talking about it, disgusting. We were like, yeah, let's like, do you know what I mean? Let's do it. Like, um, so that's going to be awesome. So you guys make sure you come through, come with your questions, come vibe with us, you know, bring your contributions and stuff. So, cause that's going to be really valuable. And I think it's going to be even better because like, it's, it's, it's good to have obviously a woman's perspective on all of this as well. Um, but yeah, so this is, I guess this is kind of like my part two, and then I will upload the podcast of, you know, Jess and I, where we talk about it as well, which will be more of a, kind of more of an overview. We'll see how it goes. You know, I'm always playing it by ear. Um, There's a lot of like um, layers to kind of get through in this whole topic of like, you know, reviewing this whole thing. So yeah, we'll see how it goes. Just make sure you guys come through Tuesday, 17th of August at 7 p.m. Yeah. So let's, before we get into part two of this review of Sex Life, Let's just recap real quick. So what we established in the last podcast episode is that you had, you, so you had the three main characters. You had Billy Connolly, you had Cooper Connolly, and you had Brad Simon. Um, obviously, Cooper Connolly and Billy Connolly, they are married. Brad Simon is Billy Colony's, Connolly's ex-boyfriend. They are, so Cooper and Billy, they are married with two kids. They've got a house. They're good financially. And it obviously, it all starts off with basically Billy being a housewife and because she's, not because she's a housewife, but as she, you know, kind of goes on, you know, with her responsibilities and daily duties and everything, she starts to feel kind of unfulfilled sexually, right? And this leads to her having fantasies about her, basically her promiscuous days, you know, when she was back at university and, you know, she was riding the digging sticks, <laughs> you know what I mean? She was, she was out there, she was op- really sexually open, so... Now, um, that's kind of what, that's where we're at, you know, and I, I guess in a lot of the things that we talked about, it was mainly just the intro, I didn't want to give a lot away, um, but yeah, she was fantasizing about her ex-boyfriend especially because that was the guy in her life, Brad Simon, that really like did it for her, um, so it wasn't for her, it wasn't just about the sex, and this is what we're going to kind of go into it, go into more in this episode, it wasn't just about the sex, it was about um, so many other factors, and just to kind of kick off the first point about all this, th- what I noticed anyway, and obviously, you know, the um, the Netflix, you know, the directors, obviously they made, they did a good job, in my opinion, at really conveying um, what the issue was and where it started, in my opinion, anyway. So there was one scene where, this was in like the first few episodes, first two, maybe three episodes. Um, there was a scene where Cooper Connolly comes home from work and... Billy Connolly is in the garden playing with her kids 
and yeah, he come, he he greets his kids, you know, he hugs them, kisses them, you know, asks them how they're doing, but then he doesn't hug his wife, he doesn't kiss his wife, and immediately in that scene, you can you can tell that she felt it. She was like, oh, like why isn't he why isn't he touching me? Like why didn't he why didn't he kiss me? You know what I mean? What's what the hell? Um, so that was the first, you know. That was that was like a little bit of a like light bulb moment, put it that way. So after so yeah, so that's so that's what happened. So the point here is that I believe the reason why she why Billy felt unfulfilled, um, you know, unfulfilled sexually in the first place is not just because put it this way, the sex wasn't good quote unquote <laughs> put it that way um it was more i think it started with the fact that the husband was because he works a lot he's an investment banker you know he's got all these you know he's got kind of he's got a bit of pressure on him you know what i mean to to deliver results understandably but i think because he was so focusing on his work like all the time like you know what i mean I think as time went on, like, that spark was starting to kind of fizzle away. You know, that spark was starting to kind of fizzle out. And so, because his wife wasn't feeling, you know, Billy, she wasn't feeling attended to. Attended? Attended to? She wasn't getting attention. You guys know what I mean. I think that led her now to start remembering the moments where she was getting that attention, where she was feeling you know, um, desired, which, which, you know, led her now to journaling in her, in her journal about all the erotic fantasies. This is the second point. So that led her now to journaling all these erotic fantasies and, um, experiences that she had, you know, when she was back in like university with all these other guys and like, you know, all these like quote-unquote alphas all these really masculine guys that really like did it for her you know and this is like kind of like a little side note about how how women um view sex and sexuality and desire for women you know in a in a nutshell women have fantasies men have porn right pornography and the thing is you guys already know you know i i don't you know i don't personally i don't condone um you know guys watching pornography i know it's not an easy thing to stop doing once you do it however like you guys already know we've talked about it a thousand times about about practicing no fap um and all that stuff and obviously the dangers of pornography on your on your brain when you're watching it constantly and that's all you're doing etc um but just in a nutshell the reason why i say that statement women have fantasies men have pornography because men are visual creatures right the way we the way we get attracted by things is like if we see a woman that is i don't know your the the body type you like so let's just say from a societal standpoint obviously it's different for everyone let's just say right um the woman is you know she's short but she's got a slim slim waist you know she's got um wide hips she's got a nice ass she's got nice breasts you see what i'm saying that you know that is your quote unquote you know, ideal, you know, obviously there's different standards of beauty. So you won't go into that, but you guys get what I'm saying, right? So for us as guys, it's like we see a woman and that turns us on. We see a woman that looks, that looks good. 
and we're like, oh yeah, that you see what I'm saying? That turns us on. Whereas women, it's it's a lot different. For them, it's not just about how a man looks. Obviously, that is a factor, hundred percent. But for women, it's more about the how how they feel. It's about the energy that they are getting when they when they are around these type of guys. Or like for example, when they um yeah, when they engage in something with with this type of guy. So for example, right? Listen to how like listen to how like women speak about certain celebrities, athletes, musicians. Because those musicians, those high value men, quote unquote, made them feel a certain way. Let's say for example, I don't let's just say Chris Brown, right? You know, most women like when if you if you hear them speak about certain guys like Chris Brown, they'll be like, "Oh my days, I will just let him like I will just let him do whatever he wants to me. Like I will just let him completely take me and sa- like go savage on me and do this to me and do that to me." Why is that? Why is that? Because of who Chris Brown is, because of the fact that his music makes them feel something. So for women, it's a lot more mentally stimulating first than it is physically. For us as guys, we see, you know what I mean? We see a woman and we, we see that she looks good and our eyes kind of go wider and, you know, we get a little, we get a little tingly feeling, you know what I'm saying? And our body parts start moving a little bit, do you know what I mean? Whereas for women, what gets them, you know, what gets them aroused or, you know, let's just say what gets them wet is, you know, them being mentally stimulated by a guy, by a man, by that masculine guy, by that alpha you know, that that guy that really did it for her. And in this case, Billy Connolly, you know, was led to fantasizing about those all those experiences she had with her ex-boyfriend. And she starts journaling about it. And I think this was her way, you know, come to think of it now, um, come to think of it now, I think she started journaling because, like, it was a, a way for her to kind of get a release so to speak and for her to kind of tap back into that you know that old kind of slutty slutty girl that loved sex you know what i mean that really loved it and to kind of get that feeling of being desired being wanted being craved once again you know and by the way again you know in the last in the last podcast episode i, t- I talked to you guys about the certain statistics about 50 shades of gray and there are so many other romance novels out there that women read because for them, that's what stimulates them. That's, you know, that's what gets them, as I said, that's what gets them wet. You see what I'm saying? And so just remember, guys, I think like a little tip to remember about, you know, women's, um, the way women's sexuality works is very different to ours. For one thing my mentor always says, like, you you even before you even get to the bedroom let's say you're on a date i remember my mentor told me to shout out to andrea ferguson before you're even getting to the let's say the bedroom and you're actually now having sex you like for her the the arousal process has already started before even before foreplay even before you've met up physically and you're seeing each other let, Bro, whilst you're literally, whilst you're texting, calling, like everything is, it's literally in stages, bro. With us as guys, it's literally just like, like we just see you. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like we just see you or we see a picture of you and we get aroused. But for women, it's, it's like, it's like putting the car into gear one. You know what I'm saying? You start off gear one 
and you're just driving, driving. This is a great, you know, I'm so thankful for this analogy. Yeah, you're driving, driving, yeah, gear two. And then, you know, you're driving a little bit more, gear three. And then you're kind of slowing it back down again, back to gear two a little bit, you know what I mean? Back to gear three. And then you're going gear four. Now you're, now you're, you know what I mean? You're, 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 you're at speed now. You're, you're moving things. Things are moving pretty quick, you know? It's a good pace. It's a good pace. It's a nice pace. And then you're kind of, just kind of slowing it down a, li- a little bit. Gear three, back to gear three, yeah. And then, you know, you might even go back to gear two a little bit. Slow it down again. Do you see what I'm saying? And then back to gear three. Then you're going gear four. Then you're going gear five now. And listen, if you've got the capacity, gear six. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Taking it back to gear five a little bit. Taking it back, taking it back. Taking it back to gear four now, one more time. And then you're going again, gear five, gear six. You know, you guys get the point. With women, you're building things up. It's a build up. It's not just like one thing, quote unquote, right? So that's a little little tip there, putting you guys on game. So as I said, this now led to Billy Connolly remembering her promiscuous days, especially her ex-boyfriend, right? And as as she does this, she's journaling, she's writing. And obviously, like, <laughs> it's just crazy because at this point, I don't know why she didn't... Obviously, this is... It's a series, right? So, you know, entertainment purposes. But if we're just bringing this to the real world, like, I don't know why she didn't communicate to her husband how she was feeling, like, early on. Like, I don't know why she didn't... Maybe she didn't want to bruise his ego. She didn't want to make him feel like, oh, you know, like the bedroom stuff is, you know, it's not working. I don't know why. I'm just not feeling like wanted. Da, 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 da. However, I think if she if she would have, you know, taken the time to speak to her husband and just be like, I just feel like you don't want me because the fact is he wasn't touching her. He wasn't, you know, Cooper wasn't touching her. He, he wasn't like coming up behind her and hugging her from behind, pressing his body into her, you know? Stuff like that. So I think if she would have, you know, communicated that to him, you know, maybe this whole thing wouldn't have been, (laughs) wouldn't have landed (laughs) where it was. Um, And so this kind of takes me nicely to, um, again, kind of just backtracking just a little bit, how women want to be desired. Women want to feel like you want to be with them, like you want to be there, you want you want her you you know you're and it's it's almost it's like a it's a lust you know what i'm saying it's a crave like you just want to you take her and rip, literally rip her clothes off and you do you know what i mean and you want to do things to her and with her and so i don't know if you guys remember that youtube show where people like it's like a dating show where you kiss people for the first time and you see if there's a connection there because there is a lot of connection that you can form with someone when you kiss them right and I remember this one, this went viral. I'm not sure if you guys remember this, but this one guy, I can't lie to you, he was the most nice. When it, when, if you want to talk about nice guy, like, this was him. Just in terms of personality. Like, he was proper and, like, nice and shy and timid. And he was, like, they, I'll, I'll be real, this guy was not exuding any masculine qualities at all, you know. Um, and I, I'm sure, like, you know, they did this for entertainment purposes as well. And they were just trying to... Um, yeah, basically entertainment, and I'm I'm guessing he applied to kind of help himself get out of his shell. But anyway, so the guy's standing in the middle of the room, um, and 
this yeah this woman walks up to him and you can tell already the way she walks like she's confident you know what i mean she's got the heels on she's got this nice little outfit you know her hair's looking good and everything so she now comes up to kiss him and you know she grabs him by the face and she kisses him and obviously he doesn't even know how to kiss first of all that that's already you know that's already a bit of a, <laughs> a bit of an issue um and they kiss and you know she starts laughing because she can tell that he's nervous and she asked him are you nervous like and he said yeah just a little bit and then she tries to kiss him again and it just the same thing it was just awkward it was you know he wasn't i don't even know where his hands were i think he tried to put his hands on her hips or something or, or on the back of her ass like it was just it was just a bit awkward right and this i remember now having you know like doing obviously this review and remembering that it just reminded me that when you are when you are with a woman that is that is not how they how you get aroused how they get aroused the, the way they get aroused for example is she what she wanted in that moment was to feel desired feel craved so when you're i guess this is like kissing tips 101 when you're actually with a woman right you don't just want to it's not just like literally lip contact you know, women like you, you running their, running your hand, you know, through their hair, or you know, um, putting your hand on their cheek, or some women like you literally grabbing them by the throat, you know, and pulling them in. Some women, a, a lot, uh, the 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 big consensus, to be fair, well, what I've heard from women, anyways, they really like it when you just put your hands on their hips and you pull them in. You know, and then you've got one hand on their hip and another hand like on their just between their neck and their cheek. Um, so, yeah, just remember that, guys. And this is so this is basically the whole reason why Billy Connolly started journaling, you know, and just like just to kind of round off on this, because I don't want to make this too long. Um, the reason why Cooper wasn't, you know, giving his woman attention and why he, he was kind of, you know, he wasn't a attentive to her needs is because this guy was tired. You know what I mean? He was tired. He was fatigued. Like, I remember there was one scene especially where um, they were they were having sex, right? They were, they were having sex. And by the way, this is before everything even kicks off. Like, this is... We're not even in the, the drama stages yet. Like, that's the next podcast episode. So... Um, there was one scene where she now tried to like have sex with him and he was just too tired. He finished, you know, he finished early, a bit of, you know, premature ejaculation. And so that was another factor. Like, guys, when you're working constantly, you're always working, you're not managing your stress. You know what I'm saying? This will have an effect on your sexual health. So that's another little tip. Take care of your sexual health, guys. Stop, stop fapping. First of all, stop stop watching porn. You know what I'm saying? Stop that completely. Control your urges. Exercise, you know, on a daily basis. And it doesn't... You don't have to flip and kill your body every single day. You know what I mean? Even take a walk and just breathe. Like, you know what I mean? For 15 minutes or something. And make sure you're taking your multivitamins, guys. You know what I'm saying? Just some quick tips there for you. You know, I'll probably go into um, a proper, like, sexual health for men like podcast review and I'll get someone on here as well that can actually talk about that more um but yeah guys that is those are the main points for today for you know for part two of the sex life review so just to kind of recap this all kind of started because 
Cooper wasn't giving Billy attention. She didn't feel attended to. She didn't feel wanted. She didn't feel desired. She didn't feel loved. Yeah. Which led her to now remembering all the times when she did feel desired and feel loved and feel craved and feel lusted after. Um, which led her to journaling her erotic fantasies, especially with her ex-boyfriend, Brad Simon, right? And that's the whole point of this. Women want to feel desired. They want to feel craved for. And the only way you can do that is by being attentive to them and by making sure that you are, you know, leaving space for that. You know, if you are that guy that works constantly and stuff, you know, you got to ask yourself some questions. How can you balance that and make sure that you are still being attentive to your woman as well? You see what I'm saying? But mainly, mainly about this whole thing is, is, is um, the main point about this whole thing is communication, really and truly. Because if she communicated early on, you know, she it wouldn't have led her to start, you know, journaling about all the other guys, you know, that she was with. And you guys, you guys tell me if you think that's cheating. In in my opinion, that's like that's already like emotional cheating. Do you see what I'm saying? Because it's like you're basic. You basically want those other guys, like really and truly. You basically you want them, but. This is just your way of kind of dealing with the fact that you're not feeling satisfied. You know what I mean? Um, you guys let me know. All right. I'll see you guys in the next podcast episode. This has been Daniel Manji with the Manji Podcast.